Welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, except for Vince McMahon, again, 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 again. My name is Luke, I am your host of the Never Open Podcast, and with me, as always, is my co-host and producer extraordinaire, Mr. Andy McGuy. Say hello, Mr. Guy. I'm Mr. Andy McGuy, and, uh, you know, I'm here to talk about whatever we want, because this is Never Realm 9, Luke. Number nine. nine. Yeah. What do you think of that? Ah, oh, you caught me having a sip of coffee through to me Jesus so quick. Christ. Hey, you got to let everyone know early that professionalism's my job. <laughs> All right. All right. But I'm feeling pretty good, dude. Got lots to talk about and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And a lot of it will be actually wrestling related, too. So I know. It's weird. I got a so, couple Sorry, Star Trek fans. <laughs> well. You know, I got I got a couple things. We'll see. You know, did you know that today is Captain Picard Day? And you know, if you remember the episode of TNG where it was Captain Picard Day, that was the episode where he gets trapped in the elevator with those with the kids. three kids. And oh, kids yeah. make him feel uncomfortable. <laughs> and, and it's tremendous. It's called Disaster. It's an awesome episode of TNG yeah. you should watch. And uh, that's also the uh, appearance of Radish Boy. There's a boy. <laughs> in the elevator with him and he he got a science award for you know growing radishes or something and that's why he's in there it's really funny wow <laughs> i did gardening i know the best they fit like, remember in that that episode there's a replicator climbed, like right there well hmm? he 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 uh captain picard breaks his ankle and uh, uh yeah. and, the, and they have to like climb up out of the fucking uh turbo lift and while they do that they sing Ferrajaka. and i think that's the first time i had ever heard that you know in french as a kid you know i like that. Uh, I, I by the way i have a question to you about oh, yeah. replicators uh-huh. all right so you can replicate like any food you want all right so right. here's what i'd like to do i'd like to replicate a nice big juicy hamburger but play around with it in the replicator so it has like the calories of an apple. Mm, that seems can, reasonable. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you can do that. Yes. Fuck yeah, the future rules. I mean, well, it's like well, the deal is is the is it won't synthesize alcohol either because they have the synthahol, which I don't know what that does. Like synthahol, it like you don't get drunk, it just tastes bad or something. I'm not sure what synthahol is, but um, apparently it's very popular because you know all those people hanging out in 10 forward. But it seems to me that like any food that comes from the replicator is also going to have all the bad stuff taken out of it. I mean, you've seen, you know, I, I'm a self-admitted Troy boy. You've seen counselor Troy. All she does mm-hmm. is shove chocolate in her face, but she still looks fucking great. I think that proves it. I think we're all Troy boys. Deep down, 
deep down. Bit you of, know, bit I, of, bit I mean, that, but yeah. I really like Crusher too. I really did. God. Yeah. You know. Bullshit. You, you were on Team Polanski all the way. <laughs> no? Is, she is just a bitch to data for no reason. She calls him data, which is tremendous. <laughs> even even when he gets her respect, she's still like, eh, you're just a robot. Yeah, I like Pulaski. She's actually pretty good. Yeah. That, act, that actor, I can't remember her name. So I feel really bad now, but she's in Pulaski. actually, yeah, her, she's in actually two episodes of the original series. No, oh yeah, she, she's the original Nurse Chapel, right? I think so, but she yeah. plays two different characters. But yeah, that's one of them. Have you watched any of Strange New Worlds yet? I have not. It's fantastic. Yeah, you should watch it. It's fucking incredible, dude. I love it so much. It's way better than any of the new Trek that's ever come out, except. Maybe that first season of uh, Discovery, that first season was fucking dope with the mirror universe shit and everything. But yeah. like, you know, that show got poopy after a while. Uh, you know, I, I don't know how many times you got to have like the camera like right up in somebody's face, the main character. It's like, what is this, uh, Star Trek or a Spaghetti Western? Well, why, why are you talking like this? Like, just, just speak up, bitch. You know? Stop making me turn the volume up on my TV. I can't hear you. Fuck this. You. I'm putting on the fucking subtitles. Get out of here. That's, I'm not turning well, the volume up anymore. I, I'm, uh, in, blow me away. I, I'm very old, so <laughs> I, I watch with the subtitles on automatic. So, you know, it's just I usually do that too. Yeah. 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 Just in case I miss a line as well, because I got ADHD and I might get distracted like for a millisecond and it helps. Yeah. You're just like sitting at home, and every time you they say a line, you're just drinking water, and you're like, "Shit, hold on a second. You know, <laughs> you, you just won't stop drinking like the whole time, and it's just... <laughs> that's fun. There, there'll be times where um, Charity will laugh at something that we've watched on the TV, and all she's like, "Oh, holy shit!" So we rewatch, and I got distracted by the laptop or something, and or my phone, or just something in the room, the a bit of dust, <laughs> the wall. And I'm like, oh shit, I better rewind that. So I rewind it, and I and the, the part's coming up again, and I miss it again. And she's like, Luke, look at the fucking TV. That's happened to me many times, my friends. So, yeah. um, you know, I have a question for you. So you have these movie reviews you do on YouTube, LSJ's LSJ's reviews. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they're late reviews. Sometimes they're on time. You never know what he's going to be reviewing. All you know is they're awesome. But yeah. I. Uh, I, you know, was noticing the other day, I'm watching one of your reviews and, uh, you know, in the background, I'm getting distracted by this, uh, twin peaks box set that you have back there. And, oh, yeah. um, I think you should throw it in the garbage because you're, you don't like the return. So because you don't like the return, I'm gatekeeping twin peaks yeah. fandom from you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you don't, I didn't, you don't deserve I didn't... it. I don't remember that I still had these, uh, but uh, Dad was doing some clearing up at his place, and uh, he's like, hey, I don't need these anymore. You know what the funny thing is? Uh, about a couple weeks later, my sister Michelle gifted me a VCR. So, Oh, that's nice. So, yeah. man, I need a VCR. I got all kinds of, like, family tapes that I don't want to watch. It'll just make my heart hurt and stuff like that. So actually, I don't need a VCR. Never mind. There's footage of me bungee jumping when I was 18. Ooh. And I have it. 
on my shelf somewhere. And uh, I have digitized. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you know, well, one way to digitize it is to just film it with your phone. <laughs> digitize. Because you open a business up and that's what you do. You just, you just have a little tripod and a TV and you just film it. Probably won't affect the, affect the quality. No, point. no, it'll improve it. <laughs> yeah, Look, it's, it's, it's 4K. Like, what's all blurry? Yeah, it's 4K. Look at it. I'm pretty sure I still have my very first VHS that I bought too. What was that? Like, um, oh, my first R-rated movie anyway. It was, it was Clerks. Oh, nice. Tremendous movie. You know, yeah. I love that movie. I, I think, you know, I'm maybe my favorite part is when, um, you know, we just had the 36 dicks discussion. Oh, in a row? And, uh, so she she leaves, you know, the young lady leaves and he goes, try not to suck any dicks on the way to the car. And this guy that's standing outside, I think it's that snowball guy, he starts walking towards her and he's like, get back hey. here. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, another tremendous part is when they're playing uh, hockey on the roof and they lose the ball and they yell down, hey, you guys seen any balls? And the guy's like, biggest pair you ever seen. <laughs> I love that movie. Randall's the best. Randall is amazing, and I love him. Which is like, I know Clerks Two is nowhere near as good, and I know people like to hate on it, but I get more Randall, so I'm happy because he does Randall things, and it's it's it makes me laugh. It's fine, you know. Yeah. I I like um, you know, the fact that he just tears everyone's membership up. I, you know, what if we could do that? You know, like we could just like tear up somebody's membership to listening to our podcast. You know, you're just like, nope, sorry, rejected. What do you think? Yeah, man, that's a great idea. We better get some listeners first. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Oh, my God. <laughs> someone someone in Saudi Arabia just got really nervous. But <laughs> hey, well, right. Luke, um. You know, this is never round. We're going to be yep. all over the place as we do. Mm-hmm. And um, what you been up to, man? Um, not too much. Just the, the the same old, same old stuff. Nothing, nothing same too old exciting. Shit. Same yeah. shit, different day. SSTD. Yeah, but there's a bit of a glow, a bit of a bounce in my step because yeah. my favorite wrestler is the goddamn <laughs> champion of the world. Yeah, yeah, he is. Fuck yeah. That's great. And then I get that extra spring in my step when my first thought, yay, Jay White's champion. And then like a couple of seconds later, I'll be like, oh, oh, that's adorable. Kajing is the NOAA champion. That's amazing. It's true. It's true. It's tremendous. Yeah. And he's fighting Keno, you know, so Keno is his first challenger. I want to watch that. (laughs) It wasn't going to be Nakajima (laughs) after knocking that dude out. Oh, my God. That's trouble, right? Did, did did you see that? Did I send you that? No. I think okay. So. Man, it's fucked up. And and like the announcers for Noah, they do a very good job. Don't get me wrong, but they yeah. are they are kind of like what I would be like or what I have been like on commentary when I've done it is that I'm a little giggly. I got the giggles and they got the giggles and they thought this thing was hilarious. They're like Nakajima like, <laughs> slaps the shit out of this dude Endo and they're like <laughs> Because that's probably a response they've had a million times, right? Yeah. <laughs> they laugh so hard. And then they're like, oh, he's busy. Is he out? He might be out. Oh. <laughs> so. yep. Yeah. It's fun to laugh at wrestling. 
then that the guy from Friday just comes in. You got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> Man. The only line I remember from that movie. That's <laughs> a tremendous movie. Tremendous movie. And you know, technically that qualifies for a review because yeah. tiny, tiny Lister's in it. So. Ah. Uh, there he is. Zeus. And he's and he is like the, the character of Debo. Um, I was a big fan of when I was a kid. I, mm. you know, quite frequently asked people what they had on my 40 homie. And, uh, you know, something else that I really loved about Debo is that we started using his name as a verb. So to Debo something is to forcefully take it, you know. And so, you know, I remember one time I had to steal back some music equipment from somebody that had kind of like just kept it and wouldn't return it. So we broke well, into their... We broke into their barn. Statue of limitations is uh, is up, so it's okay. We broke in their barn, and uh, if I, can let, I left a note that said, sorry I depoted my shit back, but what do you want me to do? Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking mine. Give it to me. Like. Ah, we just took it. That was great. Yeah. I, I've lived a life, Luke. I yeah, have lived. Have. I sure have. That's I'm glad I'm glad that you have, Mr. Andy. How have you <laughs> and and just so you don't accuse me of not asking you, uh, how have you been lately, Mr. Mr. Oh. Andy Guy? Uh much better, you know. I'm feeling good. Uh you know that thing where like um I don't know, let's say you have a really rough week and then you know, you just get a whole weekend to just fucking sleep or something. So yeah. that's kind of how I felt for the for the past week, because I just feel like I've you know, like I'm bounced back and, uh, you know, I was ill recently. And so, uh, the fact that I'm better now just makes, you know, everything tastes better. The air smells better, even in shitty ass Cincinnati, Ohio, you know, um, the smoke fills my lungs more. The beer tastes even better and is, has an extra punch, you know, everything's just a little better, Luke. And you know what? Your voice yeah. is extra good today. So, you know, it's like that, man. I must sound to you right now like a an Aussie Barry White or something, just yeah. so fucking smooth. Um, how about uh, Aussie Dolomite is more. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, are you for real? <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. So I managed to like we, we were on the track right to talk about wrestling. Ah, uh, get the fuck off the track. Then <laughs> then I was like tracks. then I was like, hey, Star Trek exists and. We went on to talk about that. That was awesome, by the way. It's Captain Picard Day, man. Yeah. I'm going to try and have some Strange New Worlds watch before the next Never Realm so we can talk about it. How's that sound? I mean, that or Noah. You know, one or the other. Gotta, oh, we yeah. Gotta talk, we got to talk about I this movie. I thought you meant Noah, the fucking oh, no, promotion. The promotion. I was like, I don't have time for that, man. What are you doing? <laughs> I've got it on my notes from here. 2014. Yes, with Russell Crowe and Jennifer Connelly and uh, Hermione and uh, Hannibal Lecter. So nice. they're well, all in the cast. Mm-hmm. You'd think it'd be good with all those good actors in it. And a good director. So, like, <laughs> what the fuck? I can't wait till you watch it. You're going to be like, oh, this movie was awesome. What do you mean? And I'll be like, well, then explain the fucking rock monsters. <laughs> did you say rock monsters or rock I lobsters? Did. Uh, that's different. Rock well, lobster. Rock lobster would nah. make more sense because a rock lobster would be on the arc, right? Do rock lobsters yes. exist? Uh, they do. I don't remember if there's any like sea creatures that make it in the arc, because why would they, Luke? Oh yeah. Why? That's... Why? Why would they do that? So um, but <laughs> then up. again, then again, 
I wouldn't be surprised if it happens in that movie because it's fucking stupid. But, uh, you know, the B-52s are a tremendous band, by the way. And uh, I think that Rome, the song Rome, mm -hmm. is my favorite one of their songs. It is like the song Rome is so good. If you don't like that, hey, fuck you. I, I do like that song. Tell me if you want to roam around the world. Yeah, it's good. And then, you know, of course, Love Shack, you know, and you have Tin Roof Rusted. Yep. I love that. That's I, my sister used to yell at me. She'd see me across the yard, like Tin Roof, and I'd yell, Rusted. <laughs> <laughs> we love that. Uh, you have lived a life, Mr. Andy. I sure have, man. I'm still trying to live one. It's great. Yeah. Well, here we yeah. are. <laughs> <laughs> We're living right now. <laughs> Dear listeners, <laughs> live on podcast. Mm. All right. So, live to tape. So, look. I've been enjoying Dynamite and AEW in general lately, but they're doing one thing that's annoying me, and that's making me take notes. Ooh. Like, that's what I do for my New Japan and the podcast. And now because of Forbidden Door, I'm going to take some notes for this. I don't take anywhere near as detailed notes. Like, I just say, like, Dax Harwood and Wasprey had a match. It was fucking awesome. Of course. And, and people and if people haven't watched it, watch it. It was amazing. Like, Dax Harwood did this really good. Like, he bounced Will Ospreay off the ropes and did a Liger bomb. It was pretty sweet. It was it was a good match. Have folks, yeah. um, if you're out there and you've heard the term base before um, in reference to wrestling, watch that. I haven't even seen this match, but I know what it is. I can tell just by who's in it. You know, watch that match again and, and you know, like, think about the word base uh, meaning like uh, the base of something, like the solid bottom of it or whatever, and watch Doc Dax Harkwood in that match, and I would assume he's a tremendous lucha base for uh, Will Ospreay's high-flying offense. You know, I yep. would assume that's what we see in that match, and uh, that is a skill that is, like, fantastic. And you know who's a tremendous lucha base is, is El Desperado. Tremendous. Yeah, I can say that too. But yeah, they they have that match, and yes, it is pretty good. So uh, after the match, like uh, the United Empire come out to lay a stomp down on Dax Harwood, but then Rapongi Vice and uh, the other guy uh, Cash Wheeler, they all come out to make the save. Cash Wheeler, Yuta. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 just just Cash Wheeler. I know. Cash. <laughs> yeah, but then there's Hangman Page and then. There's oh, Ethan it's Page. Bad. It's real bad. Dude. <laughs> it's fucking. Oh man. It's some fucking you know, names up. Imagine if you know nothing about wrestling, you just start watching this. You're like, wait, now who is that? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh my goodness. But yeah, and then uh, you know, the beat, beat up city brawl, and then Orange Cassidy's beat music plays. <laughs> yeah, beat up city. Yeah, say what you're music yeah. plays and just him and Osprey have a stare down. So I'm assuming they're going to wrestle. It's already booked. That match will be fantastic. And I hope, I hope, uh, um, Gene Jacket guy wins. Like I really do. Like I hope he wins. That would be amazing. He is <clears throat> a tremendous wrestler. And like, yep. and I'm not talking about the goofy shit. I love the goofy shit, but he's a tremendous wrestler. If you've never seen it, go on to YouTube, check out his match versus Kylie Ray from um i think it's beyond wrestling he had several matches at beyond wrestling they were fantastic and he used to come out with a manager that was a giant it's like pile of leaves it was a swamp monster <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird i don't know why 
I don't know the storyline behind it, but you if you watch some of his Beyond matches, you'll see this fucking pile of leaves show up. It's so weird. See, yo, you could be anyone or anything. Anyone f- or anything. You could even be a pile of fucking leaves. Evil. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That was great. So there's a segment people have been waiting for. It's like Tanahashi and Moxley having a face-to-face. Moxley cuts a promo. And, of course, like, Tanahashi is not going to be able to cut a sick promo oh, on American TV. So as soon, as soon as he picks up the mic, Jericho's music hits. Jericho's like, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, the Jericho Appreciation Society, along with Lance Archer and El Desperado, beat up Tanahashi and Moxley. Which is weird because the Jericho Appreciation Society like to be this group that pretends to be like they're the sports entertainers. Aren't they faces too? No, nah, they're heels. They're heels. They're heels. Yeah, they're okay, heels. that makes it's sense. All right. And that's why they're calling themselves on AEW sports entertainers. And oh. shit, you know, it, it's it's like Big Foley in in ECW kind of thing, you know. A uh, little, not not as good, but okay, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that, that beatdown ha- happens. And Jarek, then, you know, some people come down to save. Will Yuta, Eddie Kingston, all these people. And then... Cash Jer- Wheeler Yuta? Or- no. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and then Jericho says there's going to be a six-man tag at Forbidden Door. And it, and uh, he, he Oh, explains- it's going to be El Desperado and <clears throat> him and, and uh, Lance Archer, Archer versus no, who? no. No, no, no. No. What do you mean? Because he says, by the way, uh, Suzuki loaned me Lance and uh, El Desperado for the beatdown here. I'm like, okay, and we're going to have a match at Forbidden Door. It's going to be me, Sammy Guevara, and Suzuki versus Shooter Umino, Wheeler Yuta, and Eddie Kingston. I'm like, all right, that's a really bizarre matchup and a weird story and a weird alignment that makes no sense, but I'd still want to watch that match. Also, what's El Desperado doing? Yeah, I don't... It's disappointing because I think that El Desperado is kind of being treated just like some guy, you know, as opposed to who he is, which is, you know, one of the best juniors in the world. Um, he did tweet recently. Now, I know normally it's a Kojima tweet of the week, but we do have an El Desperado tweet of the week. And uh, here is El Desperado's tweet of the week. It reads, quote, my overseas travel. First time. Lost passport and iPhone. Third time. Wallet stolen. Sixth time. Lost iPhone. This time I can't fly. Trouble. Travel is trouble. What will come next? Hashtag New Japan Wrestling. And um, ELP had a response, and it was the gif of Nelson going, hur, hur. So apparently uh, El Desperado came in to stand there and, like, beat somebody up with Lance Archer, and he's having major problems getting back to Japan. So that is upsetting. And I – this doesn't make any sense. Will the match be good? Of course. But yeah. this is – some of this it's, stuff is, like – that's rushed, that clearly yeah 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 <clears throat> also like it's because aew just had one of their big pay-per-views and new japan also just had one of their True. big pay-per-views yes. plus Everything. the ending of one of their biggest tournaments which yeah they've had to 
squash this in for sure. I'm excited to see Shooter though, and I hope he's yep. over in AEW. I hope that like he gets that Moxley rub that everybody should know about at this point. You know, I really hope so. Yep. So yeah. So that was that was weird, and then uh, the last bit of uh, AEW related news is uh, Hangman comes out. And he's like, all right, yes, I know. I challenged a Carter. Carter's no longer the champion. Don't I look stupid? And I'm like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. And then uh, he goes, but I still want to challenge. And then Cole comes out to the ramp. He hangman's in the ring. Cole's on the ramp. He's like, no, 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 no. You don't, you don't deserve to have a shot at that. You're a fucking loser. I deserve a shot at that title. And then uh, Jay Wright comes out from behind, Blade Runner on Hangman, and uh, Jay Wright holds up his title. He's like, uh, Hangman, you just lost your title to CM Punk. What makes you think you deserve to have a title shot against me? Like, bitch, get out of here. And then he looks over at Cole, and he's like, dude, and you lost to this guy after for a title match. Like, you don't get a title shot with me. You don't get a title shot with me either. And Cole's just like stunned and confused because they've they've kind of aligned and they he thought he'd hook him up for the title match. And Jay's like, no, not happening. So so you know, a lot of speculation on the interwebs is that it will be uh Kenny Omega versus uh, Switchblade. But I don't think it no will way. be. No. I don't think it will be because you can't have Kenny come back after two hundred days away from having a very successful title run in AW just to lose to Jay White. And I don't want Kenny Omega to have another run on that title belt. No offense. I'm a fan of his. He's a good wrestler, but his last title run with that belt was stanky. That's because he was halfway out of the door. If that means, if that means he's coming back to new Japan, then cool. But that's not what he's going to do. Like they got beef, you know, unless that's all been squashed. So, you know, I, I got a couple problems with this, and I, I mentioned them to you on, on yep. you know, our little chat, and that is that American audiences are dumb, and, you know, and no offense, I'm American, you know, so I could say that, right? And, uh, <laughs> you know, American wrestling is dumbed down in comparison to New Japan, which is why I love New Japan so much, one of many reasons, and that yeah. is that, like, the only way to make, like, you know, Jay White a heel is to have him, like, attack somebody. He would never do that in New Japan. He wouldn't do it this way in New Japan. So I get it. I understand why they're doing it the way they're doing. But like, you know, I just wish that, you know, you made a great point because you said that that's why the faction system's so awesome. Because we know who's a heel and a face immediately by who they're associated with. And yeah. I start talking about the Heenan family and how cool that was and how you could introduce a new wrestler just by having him come out with Bobby Heenan. We know he's a fucking heel, you know, but it, it's just... You know, the I think that that whole um, type of per, per, like producing a wrestler, if that makes any sense in America, is kind of like screwed up and not quite right. So I hate to see Jay White not acting like Jay White. You know, I hate to see it. Now, I didn't watch it, so I didn't see it. So guess who wins? Well, it's not just factional, right? It's also... Like situation, like where are they in Japan? Right. This might yes. be one of those weird towns where Naito and everyone in LIJ is just getting mercilessly booed well, shit on. By weird, by weird, you mean awesome? Yeah. Okay. You know, and so what is Naito gonna? What are what are the boys in LIJ gonna do that night? 
Well, they're going to wrestle more heel than usual. They're going to be more yes. dicks to the other wrestlers more than they usually are. That's just how it is. If the Bullock, you know, it's if it's a Suzuki gun favored crowd, they're going to be a little bit more facey. That's, right. <clears throat> Whereas, yeah. like in in America, if somebody does something like that, they've turned heel or they've yeah. turned face, and it's like it's you know it should be situational in some situations, of course, but like the American audience isn't going to accept that. So I just hate that like that Jay White has to heal it up to be a heel because he's obviously a heel if you just pay attention to him. And yeah, it's subtleties, but I mean, we talked about that title match. I mean, Luke, I watched it again. I watched it for a third time. And uh, I did too. I mean, his ability to not just work the crowd, but work everybody in the fucking building and the, in the millions of people, hopefully millions of people watching at home, you know, all at the same time into hating him. It's, it's just, I mean, he's just on another level, you know, I think that anyone who watches New Japan, you know, understands what a talent he is. Like, if you like New Japan yep. and you get it, you understand what a talent is. I really don't think that anyone that doesn't watch New Japan and only under like watches AEW is really going to get that, you know? You and I could be wrong, but that's what I feel. So do you remember when, like, Great Khan came back from Excursion? Gimmick's cool and all that, but we were just like, oh, we weren't sure for him, about him for a long time. And then eventually we're just we're on his train. I feel like Jay White had that period, but it was a lot shorter, a lot shorter. Like he picked it up a lot quicker, you know, like he's he like he, he came back from excursion. He's nervous. As soon as he got over those those kind of nerves and kind of got into his rhythm and got a bit more used to, hey, you're not a young boy anymore. You're right. You're like, hey, it, you, it's all good. I feel like. Everything's just like built up and and moved from there. So his kind of teething period wasn't as long as say like Watto's has been or like Greater Khan's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, I do, but Luke, I would wager, and I don't know this for a fact, but I'd wager if we go back and watch his chaos matches, you know, when when uh, yeah. Jay White showed up and he was in chaos, I would wager that we would see what we didn't see the first time we watched that is that he is a heel. He's a secret heel. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, I think, I think we'd see that we'd see those subtleties. And um, I, I don't, I'm not saying that he was as good of a wrestler then as he is now, but I'm just saying that I think those are those subtleties have always been there since he's not been a, a young lion. It's just obvious. Now the subtleties are obvious now because we're so in tune to what type of wrestler he is. And we're so ready. Yeah for him and i just feel like that sometimes japanese wrestlers in particular and and the japanese wrestling style that we prefer takes some time to understand i i've said it many times the first you know new japan match that i watched that i was like wowed by was nakamura versus uh ibushi at, at mm -hmm. wrestle kingdom nine and the the finish shocked me i was like oh it's over you know what I mean? Like, and, yeah. and that's kind of, I, it takes oh, a little like while. Oh, like when I watched that Noah show and I was just like, yeah. wow, these finishes are strange. It takes a little while to kind of get used to this kind of thing. So when, you know, I mean, if you read a book by Ernest Hemingway, you know, it may not be the most entertaining thing the first time you read it, but as you do some research and understand, you know, the depth to it, you may like it a lot more. And I think that's yeah. what New Japan has that uh, maybe, maybe not everything does. Now, I'm not shitting, just saying. Yep. And, dude, of course they love him. He's, he's like their Japanese 
dojo young lion trained gaijin like he's their homegrown gaijin yes 100 percent. like they kind of they train day white this is what they want from him he's delivering big time i think i glommed on to him like straight away we've probably mentioned this a billion times who gives a fuck but uh we might get those two or three million new listeners (laughs) (laughs) that dude in saudi arabia is fucking firing away at the keyboard right now but uh, just his finishing move being called the Blade Runner. And I was like, I love that movie. Ooh, who, who is this guy? Uh, uh, and then, it, you know, the added bonus of him actually being awesome and doing all of the moves that I like, which is all of the suplexes all of the time. And does strong all that heel style, shit. Yeah. Strong style Memphis heel, man. That's what he is. And yep. it's, it's just it's the best. It's such a great combination of different styles of wrestling all in one dude. It's it's uh, I. I'm in love with Jay as a wrestler. He is yeah. like the best. And if you say different, I will fucking kill you. Oh, dude. Probably I'm listening. Not. I'm listening to, uh, I'm up to like episode 60.5 of <laughs> 20 years of night show. I'm getting close to your episode. This, this is a few to get to through first, but I'm getting closer. Anyway, uh, maybe Jay White hasn't clicked for the main host yet. Because he mentions twice that he hates Jay White, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, I don't remember. I think that's a continuing thing. I think we were just arguing about that in Twitter DMs recently. So I don't think he understands Jay White. And you know, Tim from <laughs> from <laughs> Twenty Years of Nitro is one of these guys that likes to poke the bear. You know, what I yeah. Mean? So he likes to fuck around with that shit. He, that, that show is tremendous. By the I way. Love it. If you're out there, listen to 20 Years of Nitro. It's fucking fantastic. Those are good dudes. I know those dudes. They're awesome. And I've been listening to them before I ever did. You know, I think I think they were one of my inspirations for doing a wrestling podcast. And and I, you know, I, I was happy to appear on their show. I'm not sure when that happened or even, I don't even remember. You have to tell me so I can go back and listen to it again. It's been so long. But, uh, you know, I used to do guest appearances on other podcasts. <laughs> that was fun. I missed that. Kind of missed that. <laughs> hey, I do do appearances on another podcast. <laughs> do do. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, your it's podcast. With me. <laughs> <laughs> it's your other podcast. <laughs> hey. Well, let me know if you want to do Friday. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm in. Yep. All right. Well, we can do, do it. You know. See, can we just do Friday? I, well, we'd have to do the, the Friday after next and Friday, you know, the next Friday and all that stuff, too, which those are bad. So yeah. uh, those might be fun, kind of fun. But uh, talking about Noah will be the most fun experience of my entire life. I can't wait till someone oh, else watches it so we can talk about it. This, this just in. Uh, here's the Kojima tweet of the week. I'm champ, bitches. Hashtag eat bread. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that was me. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure that was him. Um can't believe I live in a universe where, like, I don't know, my fantasy dream book is often ignored, but someone took a page from it from over a year ago and thought, Kojima is Noah Champ? Hmm. Let's see what we can do about that. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. Oh, and of course, you know, my fantasy dream book is always Jay White as champion, please. (laughs) <laughs> any kind of champion <laughs> put gold on this man he will make that title shine for as long as he has it which he usually does I wish he had that Neville title more 
But I always wish everyone had that never title more. I mean, the never title's kind of fucked right now a little bit. We'll see what happens with that. I love Carl Anderson. He did a great job. But <laughs> what are we doing with him? He ain't in the G1. <laughs> so he's going to defend the title in the World Tag League? Wow! I don't know. Um, not well, everything's perfect, Luke. It's okay. No, that's all right. That's all right. But, you know, we'll get some Neverstyle matches in the G1. Ishii and Shingo are in it. Oh, so. you f- fucking believe, better believe it. You know? Yeah. yeah. Man, that, I was really excited. I'm, I was really excited when it was announced. I'm still really excited <laughs> by the announcements. Like, I'm really, really pumped up about it. And it's amazing, too. Like, like I, I just boggles my mind that uh, what was Gato bored this year? And we thought two blocks is boring. It's easy to book. Ugh. Let's make this more complicated. Let's do four blocks. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, hey Luke, I have, a, I have a question. It's a good strategy too because if they do it this way, people get a night off at least once. Yes, true. Now I have a question for you. Um, yep. Do you think there will be any alternates required? And who might that alternate be? Ooh. Um, I mean, shit. COVID's running wild in the United States. They ain't talking about it, but it fucking is. Trust me. So just saying. Well, I I could maybe Mark Davis from Aussie Open. He's a really big dude. Ooh, man. And he's good in the ring. I think he'd be fucking pretty sweet. You know, I think he'd take a lot of people by surprise. You'd maybe see him as a tag team wrestler. Uh, he can he can go in singles. Like, yep, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, everyone, oh, um, Anma? Uh, Hiromu Takahashi. I know that's really that's, stupid, but that's come on, um, you know that would rule. You know it would rule. <laughs> where's Kushida? <clears throat> yeah, Kushida. I know cool. he's I, like. I, you know, I know this is off subject when I just asked you, but like, I want to talk about Kushida because right. like I was fucking convinced he was going to show up at Dominion or he was going to show up at on that Noah show because yeah. he was posting pictures on Twitter or whatever. that He's on a plane and stuff. So he's going back to Japan, which is great. I, I just I can't imagine him showing up in New Japan to do anything except be a heavyweight. And I don't I don't see him as a heavyweight ever. So like yeah. I'm. I, I don't see him coming back to New Japan, like, at all. Like, that's my uh, – what do you think? What do you think about Kushida? Uh, I think Kushida left because he wanted to move up, and that was like, yeah, no one's buying that dude, sorry. And then he was like, all right, bye. So, uh, you know, I think that's that's a part of it, and I feel like I don't know if that much has changed. Do you do reckon? You think, like, like – like if you're a listener who just started listening re- or watching the show recently, New Japan, um, you don't know about Kushida really, other than he's some guy that was like everybody mm. loves. He was the top junior, and I'm not talking about. Way above what Hiromu is now, believe it or not. And I yeah, know that yeah. sounds crazy, even though Hiromu beat him several times. It's just it's just he was the ultimate junior and like he was the Jushin Thunder Liger of his era. And so like he was the tiger mask of his era. And like, I just, I don't know. I I hate to see his potential and ability to wrestle go to waste, but I would hate to see him come back to new Japan, just be a junior again. I think if if new Japan just wanted to be a junior again, he'd be like, no, no, no. But if Noah is just like, 
<clears throat> hey, welcome to the heavyweight division. He might take that option, you know, to to do that. I I could see that. I can I understand love that. that. I love that. Hey, it's it's fresh for him. Why not? Uh, I I also see like another good alternate would be Machine Gun Carl Anderson. Yes. Uh, he's good the Never call. Open champion, and Absolutely. he's done G1s before. He's pretty good. So yeah, that, he'd be he'd be pretty sweet. Um, in fact, just just swap him out for Chase like right now. Just do it. Yeah, that's fine. Um, what's the, isn't that the like big deal with him is he went to the G1 finals in 2012 yeah. and he lost to Okada or something like that. So. Man, what is it? Is that his stick? Is that his stick in New Japan yeah. getting to the finals of tournaments and then not winning them? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Wow. That, that, and he likes Maria Canellis's butt. Doesn't everyone? Yeah. Pretty good butt. I just saw like they on the impact show that I went to recently, she was there with the kingdom. It was the fucking kingdom. It was, you know, or the whatever the <laughs> what decade or whatever they were called. Yeah, exactly. It was the it was all three of the people from the ROH group. You know, Matt Taven, uh fucking Canellis husband, and then Canellis. And uh and they did a spot where Carl Anderson was mesmerized by her and it was like, I remember that. <laughs> I remember the thing that you're referencing. That was fun. What about um Josh Alexander? Um, he'd be great. I think he's, he's the impact, impact champion. champion. So, yeah, they couldn't yeah, he'd have yeah, to job a few too many times. Yeah, yeah. They're not gonna yeah, that's I'm trying to think of anyone in Impact, and I'm probably being a dick at forgetting someone I like know personally. <laughs> so, um, I, I, you know, who I want to see in Best of Super Juniors next year from Impact is Trey Miguel. That would be fantastic. Mm. And if you want to have a good time, Google my name and Trey Miguel. <laughs> you know, so, so search that in Twitter. That's a good times right there. He, he used to not like me. <laughs> Aww. We got we had some beef, but it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, you like to poke the bear too, Mr. Andy. Oh fucking a, dude! You have no idea. Like, uh, I I quit. Like, like, yeah, I was really really good at poking the bear back then. So, uh, so we need to we need to get around to something. I remember two episodes ago on on this very podcast, me going. Yes. Here's our email, bitches. Like, where's our fucking voicemails? Voice emails. What's going on here? And then we got one, and then we didn't play it because <laughs> we had to cover it. In, in we, what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, we were just, yeah. And um, we didn't know where to, yeah. We just wanted to get to the fireworks factory. So I guess we're at the fireworks factory, and uh, we should we should play that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, here is a voicey email from our friend and, you know, one of our favorite listeners, Dave Howard. All right, gentlemen, let's get right to brass tacks. No formalities, nothing on this one. Here's what we're doing. Two things. One, I feel called out. Maybe because you called me out. So here's your voice email. Two, Mr. Guy, look forward to meeting you at this fake beach coming up uh, in a few months gonna be a good time indie wrestling let's go grumpy sega sega it's short for service games so unless you guys pronounce service some weird way like service 
or whatever might help you say Sega correctly. Good luck and keep on practicing. Gentlemen, I, uh, as always, appreciate the fantastic work you do and thanks for covering New Japan. All right, Luke. So that was our voice email from Dave Howard where he just ripped on us and then like, and that's it was what like, you get for job. asking, that's what you get for calling someone out. Just fucking drops the mic on us. <laughs> he uh, drops the mic uh, uh, It's tremendous. I mean, you don't know how to pronounce shit. I, you know, actually, he was nice to me because uh, Dave Howard is going to come down to Columbus, Ohio, the home of a certain SWF uh, co-host, and we are going to go to a uh, independent pro wrestling show together, and uh, it'll be Unsanctioned Pro, where Lexus Montez is the champion. So it, that's gotta be that's actually going to be pretty cool for him because he gets to meet me. First of all, I mean, that's first of all. But second of all, you know, he could get he can meet Lexus and stuff of people that are from the show. So that's pretty cool. cool. Luke, it's too bad you're down there in shitty ass Australia and not in awesome America where everything is perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Now that Trump's gone, everything's fixed. Uh, (laughs) Right. Yeah. 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 Well, we're feeling a a tiny little bit of that with our change, too. But who knows? It's still early days. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, buddy. But service and Sega, Sega, say, Sega, service, Sega, like it's Sega, Sega, Sega. It's not S A Y G A. It's S E G A. You don't, you know, it's C S E E C Sega. Like I'm, I'm not sober, so and it. In, so this uh this explanation is not coming out as good as it well, looks in I'm my brain. Well, I'm disappointed in you. I'm disappointed. Why? You're not sober for this because it's, I am just I'm it's, shocked. It's a never realm, mind you. <laughs> <laughs> there was that best of the Super Junior final as well. <laughs> oh, that was the best. That was great. That was the best of Super Juniors. I was celebrating, and yeah, it was also were. late at night, and yeah. Hey, man, we had a blast. It was great. It's fucking great time. So yes, he he ripped you for saying Sega wrong. Um, yeah. Luke, what's your favorite Sega game? Oh, oh, I didn't have many. Um, like, but I used to rent a lot. But Fantasy Star was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Alex the Kid in Miracle World. Like, I could still remember the music. Uh, I can't remember what this game was, but I was I was this car. It's like top down. You're this car shooting stuff. Then you turn into a plane, and then you shoot and stuff. Ooh, like and then that. you get underwater and shit. So it was like a spy kind of game. That was pretty cool. I don't know. Like, I think like I had like my strong childhood memories of video games aren't that that strong for some wow. reason. What's the first video game you remember playing? Ooh. Something on the Atari, like Gallagher or something like that. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, like Space Invaders or something. Yeah, we had the 2600, and we had a whole bunch of games. I have stronger memories, I think, of the 20 that, that 2600 than I did of any other console until okay. maybe the N64. What Got was your favorite Atari game, then? Um, Pitfall. Okay, Pitfall like ruled. Pitfall. It's fucking yeah. fantastic. It, it, the cartridge is a little different than the other yeah. cartridges too, which is like, oh, you know, Zelda did that too. This uh, there's pit, there was a Pitfall too, 
And like Pitfall to me was one of those games that like supposedly it ended. Supposedly there was a finish to this match, but I never got there. You know what I mean? Like I was skeptical that there's a finish to that fucking game because like kind of tried everything. You know what I mean? I just assumed like all other Atari games, it just went on forever until you died. <laughs> and you kind of did. Get a score or whatever. <laughs> did you like the one that was bullshit as you get the rope? And it's swinging. You got this puddle that just, for no reason, gets real big and then gets real small. Like, what the fuck? Like, what kind of, what kind of phenomenon is that? Like, I, I think the Atari people were stretching reality a little bit there. I'm definitely stretching reality. Like, what? <laughs> Mind what you, there's a perfect cave system underneath as well. But yeah, that is bullshit. And then. I hate it. Sometimes you'd be like, oh, I don't like that screen. So you go back to the other screen, and the other screen's changed now, and that's got scorpions. one of those puddle things now, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and there's fucking scorpions next to it. And you're like, God damn it. They're the one thing I can't do good at jumping over. But I could jump on those crocodile eyes. There's no problem there, you know. Um, yeah, I think the first game – so I have a funny video game story. When I was a kid, we, yeah. we had Coleco. And if I, I may have told this story before, and if I have, I'm sorry. We had a ColecoVision, and um, that was, like, it's weird. Like, the controller was, like, a button pad with, like, a little stick at the bottom, you know? And so you'd put <laughs> you'd put this, like, plastic sheet that would go over the buttons, and it would show you the controls for whatever game you were playing. And yeah. one of the games that I just fucking dominated was Cabbage Patch Kids. I mean, <sighs> if you could not fuck with me on Cabbage Patch Kids. And so... We uh, when I was a kid, my my parents were uh, like my dad was like a youth minister. And so they had like the kids over on Friday nights for like a sleepover type thing. And, you know, all the kids from the youth group would be there from church. And I would they fucking line up, line them up, destroy them at Cabbage Patch Kids. <laughs> and that was like one of two experiences in my life where I just dominated somebody at something. And it was like, yeah, that's what it feels like, you know. It was pretty awesome. When I, when I, one of the few times I felt like I ever dominated at anything, man, I peaked early. I was like, I don't know. When I was six. I was like nine or ten, and dad, because we're both fans of this show, Red Dwarf. So dad takes us to a Red Dwarf convention. Like one of the actors is there, and one of the things that's going to be on it is a Red Dwarf quiz, and. I managed to be one of the contestants on that quiz. And, you know, young people just, like, absorb that knowledge, like, so fast and just – I think I've forgotten more about that show than I remember again, right? <laughs> and I just fucking crushed that. Like, quotes, what episode it was from, like, who's the production dickhead on this episode, like, who wrote the song for the final theme tune, who's the director for the season, all this crazy wow. weird shit at 10. Now you ask me, like, who did that? And I'm like, I don't know. Who's that guy? I know some of the lines and stuff, but, like, like, yeah, it's, you know, my my brain has just been like, that that shit's not important to remember. Don't worry. You can watch that show again, but you don't need all that. But, uh, yeah, so. Red Dwarf Convention. Did they have Star Trek conventions in Australia? Yeah. Have you Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have we talked about this? We have definitely talked about this, Probably, but I've met uh, Walter Koenig. Who was super cool, uh, really, really cool dude. So uh, 
That was a Did double thrill for me because uh, I'm also a uh, Babylon 5 fan. So, oh, Babylon so, 5 rules. Yeah. So it wasn't like just meeting Chekhov. It's like, oh my God, it's Bester. Don't read my mind, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, uh, Dad took me to all these. So we met uh, Majel Barrett, which was pretty cool in the early 90s. Uh, she was an absolute sweetheart. And uh, M- Marina Sirtis as well. Right. Yes. Now, were you shocked when you saw yeah. her in person as a kid? Oh, just because how cheeky she was and all that kind of stuff? No, or? she looks completely different. Like, it's, it's you know, it's, it's a big difference between Deanna Troy and Marina Sirtis. Oh, yeah, her hair's completely different. I know that much. I can't remember much. I was like, okay. it was like 30 years ago, so... Yeah, they're just like wow. distant memories for me. Like I remember meeting them and thinking like, oh, they they're really nice and all that kind of stuff. But that's that's about it. I got some trading cards with their signatures on it though, which is pretty cool. Put Somewhere in the house. Yeah, I mean we've talked about this. I met Worf. Everybody knows, you know, um, famous, famous story. You know, I met Worf and you know some kid asked him a question and like literally hand his, his like there was a Q and A. He literally held his hand up with the like, you know, live long mm-hmm. and prosper. Dude calls on him and he's like, hey, have you ever like thought about like in the blooper reels? Like he like shoot like Captain Carver the phaser <laughs> like that. <laughs> fucking, fucking Michael Dorr's like, oh, yeah, that might be amusing. Who's next? <laughs> this kid, this kid would talk about dominating life. This kid thought he just hit a fucking grand slam with this joke. And like he didn't put in his mind as did. He did, and that's all that matters. Dude, I'm not a big fan of this show, uh, the, the the singing competition shows, but yeah. I will, like, on the YouTubes, sometimes go, I want to see, like, the shit auditions. Oh, yeah. And the best shit auditions are these motherfuckers who are just like, I'm the next big thing in music. You're all going to be blown away by my voice. I'm just going to, like, lay it down. You're going to weep. <laughs> like, I'm going to blow you away so hard that you'll make messes of yourselves like this how good i am <laughs> then they get up on stage and I, I always love you. wow excellent it's fucking awesome and then when they finish they stand there and they're like fucking crush that popping their dreams and it's oh then it gets funny again <laughs> Sorry. No, that's uh, good. I do yeah, like that right. kind of confidence, though. Like confidence in the abilities that you don't have. Kind of like how Beavis and Butter are so confident that they know how to talk to women, and yet they <laughs> never score. <laughs> and they get beat up a lot. You know who does score is Todd. They Todd. love Todd. Todd's the best character on that show. But um, yes, like you were talking about before, that reminds me of Watto when he goes up for the RPP. Like, he thinks, here we go. You know what I mean? Every time, he's like, oh, here we go. And then he fucking shits the bed, and he's happy about it, you know? Man, he's no he's no good at algebra. I know that much. Because it's <laughs> TTD plus RPP equals, yeah. plus equals 1, 2, 3, WIN. Like, that's, that's the equation, Wato. Why aren't you following the equation? What are you doing? <laughs> that's weird. Super weird. At least he has a personality. Yeah, there is that. I mean, he's better than some people. That's for sure. 
man, fantastic conversation here, Luke. I just have to say. Yeah, I'm, I'm having I'm having a blast, dude. That's what we do. It's always nice to throw in a uh, never realm. Also, there is some New Japan news. Oh. Uh, we did mention. We I think we mentioned. Bit, right. Yeah, but I mean, we did mention who was going to be in that competition for the Mid-Atlantic title, the tournament. Oh, good Lord. Give me this. Give me, the, give it to me, Raul. Oh, man. Ridiculous shit. Give me this shit. Strap the fuck in. <laughs> All right. All right. So we got Clark Connors. Cool. Yes, please. This is Tomoaki Honma. Okay. And then we've got... Yoshinobu Kanemaru versus Tomohiro Ishii. Now, I mean no disrespect to Kanemaru. I think he's fucking awesome. I've been singing his praises a lot lately. But you're losing that match. Like, instant lose. Like, you get out of here. You've got no chance of winning that. Also, um, like, a part of my soul would love to see another Ishii Honda match. But you know what I mean? But uh, yes. I don't think we're getting that. Uh, instead, I think it's going to be Ishii. Kinda, like, yeah, you want you want Ishii at Forbidden Door, don't you? Yeah, you want, and you kind of you don't want to see Hanma versus Ishii now. Like, no. don't we don't want to see that ever again? Like they already did it, and it was the fucking best yeah. thing ever. It can't be better than that, right? So Let's next week's it. next week shows the three one that's on the twentieth. We'll have. The two tournament matches, Honma, Clark Connors, Ishii, and Kanemaru, as well as that um, Ask Masters Empire tag match. And the next night, we'll have the final of that That. So thing. Ishii versus Clark Connors, that's going to be great, right? As well as, yeah, Ishii versus Connors, I hope, is what On we night, get. the second night, yeah. yeah. So, and I'm then we've great. got Hiromu versus Ishimori, so, you know, okay. we can... We got a lot of um, singles matches to, oh no, a lot of uh, nothing matches to glide over, and it's <laughs> me. Assuming oh, you want Connors. to cover them like we did before. Oh, of course, you know, yeah. and and uh, I just that's going to be a great match for Clark Connors. Like he'll get put over strong, even though he's going to lose. Like that's a yep. good match. Yeah. You want to wrestle Ishii, you know what I mean? Like he's yep. the guy you want to wrestle because like like wrestlers look at him and they go, oh, I want to be a badass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and anything he's gonna fucking smack the shit out of you, but he's gonna make you look amazing in the process. So, um, now Luke, I don't know if you're aware. What? Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm, I was agreeing with you. He's, he's definitely he's definitely gonna kick your ass. You're gonna feel it, but he's gonna make you look like uh, he earned that win. You know. Yeah. Is there any other news regarding that stuff there? No, I don't think so. Like, okay. I can't remember what the New Japan bracket is. Like, dude, not the New Japan bracket, the AEW bracket. Maybe I should look at that up. It was Mi- like Miro versus somebody and other guy versus other guy. So, yeah. Do you think that you think that Wado and Taguchi are going to lose the titles? Um. Yeah, yeah, I do. They've already had a couple defenses, yeah. so you know I mean, they've had a decent reign. Uh, I don't think they will, but I could see it happening. You know, I, I think that they'll stick with the who they got, but I, yep. I could see it happening for sure. All right, so I've got I've got the bracket up here. We've had two matches already, so we've had Buddy Matthews versus Park and Park won. Ooh, how was that? Did you watch it was that? Absolutely oh, fucking shit. incredible. I bet. 
Oh, it was amazing. Yep. I loved it. Then we had uh, Ethan Page versus Miro, which was good. I liked it. It was not Pac Buddy Matthews, but it was a really good match. And, of course, Miro won, so we're going to get Miro versus Pac. And none of the matches on the other side of the bracket have happened yet. So, um, Ishii versus Miro, right? Oh, dude, please. That's like the dream match, right? Yeah, that's what that's yeah, that's what we're getting. Okay. Part of me wants like Ishii versus Pentagon the most out of right. all of them in here. Fuck, dude, I forgot Pentagon's in there. Yeah, man. But uh, I think I think uh, Malachi Black's gonna win there. Uh, I think he needs it a little more. Like, yeah. Penta's over no matter what they do with the Death Triangle guys. They're always over, and everyone goes nuts for them. And I don't think we're quite there. So I think Malachi will win that. Is he face? No. So, but they're like, they're kind of like character heels, right? I mean, they're kind of like cool, right? Yeah, so you can have Malachi Black um, beating Pentagon. And then, yeah. Yeah, and, then and then you have him fight. Yeah. And then you'll have um, maybe Malachi Black versus Pack. Yeah. Man. Okay, that's interesting. So. so is it a four, oh, it's a four-way match for the. So, all okay. Right. So, all right. So Miro way, is in the four-way match. Pack's in it. Then it'll either be um, Pentagon. Malachi, well, makes more sense now that Pax in it, that it'll be Malachi. <laughs> yeah, now it's a four-way. It's like, oh, okay, now we can see. And obviously, Ishii. So, all right, I'm, I'm up for that. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. Obviously, right. you'd want it to be Ishii out of the four guys, like. Of course. Yeah. Right? Because he, he has a big following in, well, I don't know how big the following is, but he's got a following in the United States. So. Ishii's fucking over. Listen. Did I tell you guys about how, like, drunk people just gravitated towards him? Yeah. Did I tell you about that? I mean, like, that was, like, Ishii had that thing where a wrestler comes out, and even ironically, he's fucking over with everybody. It doesn't matter. Like, they, like every person in the crowd found a way to get, like, justify Ishii being over in their mind. And so drunk people were like, oh, that's because he's funny. You know, because, look, he's because I'm racist and, you know. He's a caricature. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what they're thinking, you know, whereas, you know, people that love wrestling, obviously he's over for various reasons, but mostly because he's awesome. So I don't know. He's just, he's just, he's awesome. Did I mention that Ishii's awesome? No. Well, he is. Yeah, he is awesome. (laughs) So yeah, that'd be good. And four-way makes sense. You want to get as many people on the uh, pay-per-view as possible. And you want to put a New Japan dude in it as well because it's Forbidden Door. So, yeah. Makes sense. Now, Luke, is there any other news about that particular situation? The Mid-Atlantic title? Yes. I don't think so, unless you know something I don't. So I had the gateway to change the subject. Is that correct? Yes. I do. I had a conversation with Alice Coughlin this week, and I'd like to let you know about it. I don't know if you saw this. Did you know about this? Have you heard this? Did you hear about this? Uh, no, <laughs> I have not. I've not heard about you conversing with Alex. Why well, did? C. And you know, he's the android, <laughs> Alex C. <laughs> and he mentioned that he 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 mentioned on Twitter. He said, "All I want to do is play drums again." Now I am a drummer. I love drums, and I understand what he's saying. There's like this, like release this aggression that you can get out now he had he kind of already has something that 
gets that out. But I mean, you yeah. know, I understand like wrestling's his job. So I responded and I said, Hey man, get yourself some sticks and a practice pad and get, uh, you got to get those paradiddles in somehow, man. And that's like a drummer term, paradiddle. I mean, it's this thing like this. Nice. You're talking in yeah, So then he responded. <laughs> he responded. I was like, oh, the android is talking to me. I must be important. And he wrote back and he said, I annoy the absolute shit out of everyone around me because I'm constantly drumming on my leg or whatever is available surface-wise. I have... I have, I need, I think he means I have a need. Oh, he needs the release. And, it, and the release is in all caps. So assuming he's talking about what I'm talking about. So then I got out my practice pad and I did a little drum pattern and I filmed it and I sent it to him and it says, and, and, and I was like, hey man, this fits perfectly into any bag, regardless of how many titles are in there already. <laughs> and then a metronome amp on your phone and you're good to go. And uh, he responded to that with a picture of a little like pedal thing. And so like we're me and Coughlin, we're, we're best friends now, Luke. The best I'm friends best, for life. I'm, I'm best friends with an Android and I'm not going to call him data. Oh my God. I forgot he was the Android. No. Oh no. He's I forgot about that. Dr drumming. I already Android. repressed that <laughs> out of my memory. That was fun. Oh my God. Did you know that I had a conversation with Tanahashi this week? What the fuck? Are you best friends with Tanahashi too? <laughs> no, I'm just fucking around. So. <laughs> but the but the Alex Coffin thing is real. So. <laughs> I, I I can I can get over with the New Japan Strong guys, just not with Tanahashi. So. I I have a New Japan G1 question for you. It's going to change the face of how you see this year's G1 oh, and shock no. you to your very New Japan uh -huh. core. Uh -oh. You ready? Yes. All right. There's an A block. There's a B block. There's a C uh -huh. block and a D block. How do you get the golden trophy this year? How do you get the thumbs up? <laughs> so, well, you beat, you, you win your block, all right? And then you win the match against the guy that won the other block. And then you win uh, the finals. So you actually have to win the G1 this year to get that trophy. <laughs> Yes, I guess. Which trophy are you talking about? <laughs> the unofficial C-Block trophy. Oh, the C-Block. I'm sorry. Yes, well, that clearly goes to the winner of C-Block. Duh. Oh, yeah. All right. So. And Dana Finley will be in C-Block. I guarantee it. Oh, I my God. I guarantee it. Finley. Dana Finley's going to be in C-Block. <laughs> imagine yes, if, imagine if Switchblade's in his block and Switchblade becomes like, the C block champion or something. <laughs> By beating Finley. It's it's down to the last match of the, the tournament, you know, on that block, and it's him and Finley, and he beats Finley finally. When <laughs> C block. Yeah. Oh man. And then he goes and then it. at the end of his promo he holds up the fucking thumbs up trophy and he goes, I'm the real <laughs> trophy collector. I'm the real king of pro wrestling. Ah, the catalyst. That's what the C stands for. <laughs> the <laughs> catalyst block. <laughs> oh, man. We figured out the G1 already. Yeah. I don't think we don't do Jay the, wins you know. this year because he'll be the champion for the G1. No, you don't win. But you Obviously, you don't have, like, this is why you don't have Omega win the championship as well. Because you're not going to have, like, Kenny Omega's not going to be in the G1 this year. And 
so you're not going to have like your champion not be in the G1. Dude, if Kenny Omega was going to be on Forbidden Door, they'd have advertised show... it ages ago. Yeah, absolutely. He would have showed up at Dominion. <laughs> yeah. He would be on TV promoting it right now. Right now, because so... he knows a match between him and some someone from New Japan, <clears throat> Akata, <clears throat> would uh, sell a lot of. Of course. Papers. So here's the only way he's I can see him being on Forbidden Door is he shows up to challenge someone after they win. After it. That's yeah. it. That's the only way. All right. But that's him returning to New Japan, right? Unless it's the AEW championship. So yep. like Moxley. <laughs> Kenny Omega comes to challenge Tanahashi. That's uh, okay. All right. <laughs> I you can't know? see them making Tanahashi AEW champ, but it's going to be a great Why match. not? Like, that's dumb if you don't. I'd, I'd like, love to have, see it. If you have the and, opportunity to do that, you fucking do it, dude. I mean, I know I know, uh, Switchblade and Tanahashi are having a belt competition, so I can see him winning that and being like, hey, hey, Switchblade, I see you. Have you had this belt yet, you motherfucker? <laughs> like, let's feud again. Awesome. Like, anytime Kenta or Jay White feud with Tanahashi, it's like, all right. Don't care if it yeah. just did it. Here we go. Because the main event is going to be awesome, and all the tag matches leading up to it are going to be fun. <laughs> oh, poor Kenta. Why is he dead? Why did he kill himself? He didn't have to. <laughs> He's oh. like, oh. Such a good match there. And that I'm, match is awesome. I'm going to watch that again tomorrow. Oh man, but yeah, I've watched that Jay Okada match a few times as well. It's fantastic, right? I mean, it's like I don't want to say it's nothing special as far as like in the pantheon of their matches, but it's right in line with everything else. I think yep. it's the best one, but like I don't think it's like super much greater than the other ones. I just feel like that the emotions behind it or what are the, you know, that's what is the kind of extra shit that's going on with this match. Now, yep. is it, is it like, you know, a tremendous match? Obviously, obviously who's asking me that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this just in, this just in, uh, uh, what did you, <clears throat> hang on. This just in from, uh, just from somewhere on the line. Someone's on the line. Ha! <laughs> hey. 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 Hey, buddy. Mr. Andy. Mr. Good. Is that Gourmet Burger Makabe? Yeah. Yeah, this is me. What's wrong? You okay? Just let me wipe up the mayonnaise. <laughs> uh, what'd you think of Jay White versus Agata? Did you like it? I did. Yeah, I liked it a lot. All right, good. Bye. See you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I miss those days when we used to do voices all the time. It's almost like I, I think that our pro wrestling like analysis has gotten better and replaced that a little bit. You know, we still do silly shit, but you know, I think yeah. I think that we kind of like separate the silly shit from the wrestling talk a little bit sometimes now, which I think might be better. I don't know. We we've improved. But yeah, it's still in there if people want to listen to the uh, end of the best of Super Junior show. <laughs> You still see this, uh, this yeah, yeah. I love it. You know, you gotta have some stupid shit though. You can't be you can't be too professional. It would make everyone else in the professional podcast is look bad. 
and I can't yeah. do that. I mean, they they like people in Saudi Arabia have to listen to other podcasts, right? I mean, we can't we can't just like own the charts there, you know what I mean? We gotta leave room for other people. And here's a word from our sponsors. It's <laughs> chocolate strawberries. Mail, get your chocolate strawberries in for fucking like no one listening to your wrestling podcast cares about fucking chocolate <laughs> strawberries. Tell us about Luke. the fucking list of Jericho and shut the oh, fuck up about those strawberries. Jesus. I I tried listening Aren't you to Rich, the... why is there commercials in your podcast? I I tried listening to the William Regal podcast <laughs> and it was it was you know, I got like halfway through it and I'm just like, oh, I just, I don't care about mortgage guy. I just like, uh, you want to hear a mortgage guy story, like a backstage mortgage guy story. Like one time I hit him up, they were doing, it was when his podcast with, uh, with, uh, fucking Bruce Pritchard was just taken off. They came to Columbus to do some kind of like meet and greet type thing. And so I hit him up on Twitter uh, in the DMs. And I was like, hey, bro, uh, I do a podcast. You want to, you know, I'd love to interview you. And uh, he said, absolutely. We set up a date and time. Day before, I sent my reminder text, or, you know, thing. Said, hey, man, didn't respond. Fucking ghosted me. And it's like, <laughs> like, I mean, I've had that experience with many people. But, like, fuck you, dude. You know what I mean? Like, why even do, why set up a time and a date and then do that? But. Whatever. Yeah. I don't like mortgage guy. So like I have a bad taste in my mouth from him. So I kind of hate everything he does. But I love Steven Regal. But like it's not. It was kind of weak. Go to go to buycars.ass where you could price match and get the fucking latest <laughs> good deals on your fucking car if you want to sell it. And I'm like, ah, talk about the fucking list. I don't care about this. Yeah. What did Kevin Owens like? What was his input? Like talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, like the best, like one of the best, uh, last best, like great angles before I quit watching WWE was that yeah, man. angle. That angle was great. Yeah. So, you know, like it's always annoying to listen to those podcasts because I'm just like fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. And then you know what I end up doing? I let them all pile up because I'm just like, I don't like commercials. Get out of here. And then I just fucking yeah. stop listening to them. What's yeah. this in our show? Where you just have to fast forward through us, me talking about mortgage guy for five seconds, like 50 seconds before you can get to the next actual content thing, you know? Yeah. Oh my God. I can't remember what any of those other commercials about. I haven't listened to any of those <laughs> shows like for a dick while. pills and, you know, dick pills, reverse mortgage, which is a scam, and like dick pills with pretty <laughs> Boner pills. Yeah, like the boner lock. You know, I saw a match recently where someone did the boner lock. I feel like uh, it was an indie show I was watching or something, and I was like, oh, fucking boner lock made me laugh. So boner lock is funny every time. I was at um, one of my local country town wrestling shows a couple of years back, before COVID, I guess. I guess I'd best describe him as this really skinny, redneck-looking guy. And he is it some kind of tag match, and he just has wrist control, and he does the Rainmaker. And I pop out of my chair, and I yell, <laughs> Rainmaker! Everyone looks at me like I'm a fucking idiot. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. Get oh. your shit in, Luke. You know, fuck all these people that are like, don't go into business for yourself when you're a fan. Fuck that. Always go into business. The Rainmaker. What did he expect me to go, Chan? Um, <laughs> Thank you. Redneck clothesline number five, like I don't know. 
But uh, anyway, I just liked seeing the rainmaker. It was cool. That's the same country town wrestling promotion like that maybe gets 100 people, maybe less than that. And then uh, Osprey actually did a show show up here. Wow. Yeah. Hey, man, if they're paying, they're yeah. showing up, you know? So, I yeah, mean, yeah. that's the way it works, you know? They're paying yep. and there's room on the calendar. Fucking showing yep. up, man. Yep. Fucking showing up. That's right. <laughs> If it's oh, free, it's going to go shame and stand. He's like mortgage guy, but. Fuck mortgage guy. Man, I don't like mortgage guy. Did I tell you that? <laughs> no one. Uh, how many people our age even have mortgages? Like, what the fuck? I don't. You can't. I just. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to talk about that in my fucking apartment. Same Australian man. Like, yeah. <laughs> in my goddamn I apartment. Cast to escape reality 50 yes. minutes later. Hey, there's a have you got this housing crisis, Mr. Andy? We can't buy shit over here. Oh, it's rough. It's rough everywhere, brother. It's it's rough <laughs> all over, you know? That's right. the way it is. Especially in shithole shit countries like America. My goodness. All right. Yeah. So, yes, I, I will make an actual proper post-it post-it note. I just read a note on this thing, but I wrote a post, but Noah and Noah movie. Like if I just wrote Noah, I think it's some kind of wrestling thing. Yeah. 2014, man. Noah 2014. Um, uh, Luke, one more thing before we uh, sign off here. I did want to mention that I, I started watching some really old wrestling recently. I'm talking yeah. like from the 1930s and shit. And man, does it look like a real fight, like way more like it's very interesting. Um, I watched this match. I was interested in learning about this guy. His name was like hard, hard boiled Haggerty. Right. And he's like kind of like a George the Animal Steel type. And it definitely uh, sounds like a 30s name, too. <laughs> right. Yeah. Pipes, hard, hard boiled Haggerty. You know, he'll he'll you know, he's the cat's pajamas and the or what is this? The cat's meow and the cat's pajamas. <laughs> he's the I don't remember the thing. But anyway, he's that. So um, I was watching the smash and it's the biggest fucking ring you've ever seen in your life. It's supposed to be like a 32 by 32 ring. It's gigantic. And this this match is a tag team match. It's two tag teams, but it's a four-way, which I don't think I've ever seen before. Have you ever seen a four-way like match, like four corners match, but it's two tag teams? So basically two guys pair off with each other, just beat the shit out of each other, but everybody's legal. So it's just the ref. It's just madness. What the <laughs> fuck? It's, it's actually pretty cool. I mean, is it like some amazing match or something like no but uh but i found this really cool youtube channel that had like all that shit on it and it had like some gorgeous george on it which gorgeous george is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time dude like if you're listeners if you're out there please google gorgeous gorgeous george and watch his matches they are just i mean you'll just watch that and go oh that's how that's i thought gorgeous george was that um Big breasted lady that hung out with Big Papa it's Pump also, at WCW. Also her, but it's also a 50s wrestler. So I know. I'm, I'm just being stupid. <laughs> I mean, motherfucker had, you know, bobby pins, you know, right? He would keep bobby pins in his hair, but he had gold ones that he would cheer, throw out to the crowd, and they were called Georgie pins. Like, this fucking guy is a genius. Like, he has all kinds of amazing ideas that you would uh, – they're very modern. So watch this. He's hustling. He's working, he's working the merchandise. 
dude, he's a fucking worker. You better believe it. Damn straight. Oh my goodness. So, that's a thing that happened. Yes. Yes, it is. So I I can probably bet you five dollar dues when I ask Charity if she would like to watch Noah 2014, that she would be like, No nah, man, you're good. You can yeah. you can watch that. Especially after she's, me watching hmm? Yeah, she's, she's really smart. Yeah. She's well, you know, I've done like thirty six Bruce Willis movies, so you know, we obviously know who the smarter one is in this couple, right? That's true. <laughs> it's not the one doing a podcast with you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah. Now the now it's it's probably gonna happen now that it's on an actual post it mate, because I've got those. They work. Dude, that movie is fucking bonkers. Like I'm I'm serious. God somehow like I don't know. Like God doesn't ever exist. Like He kind of appears, sort of. You'll see what it is. But like, is there a wrestler in that movie by any chance? I wish, man. But there is a part where like Noah is convinced by some unseen force that like no more babies can be born for some reason. And I told you, Hermione, she was pregnant, and so she like has a baby, and <laughs> like and like I don't know why, but. <laughs> Noah's like, well, I better fucking kill this baby. There's no way we can have babies. And he starts stalking her with a knife. And there is a part, a scene where our hero, Noah, the namesake of the movie, has a, a fucking giant Bowie knife that he's about to fucking plunge through the heart of a baby. <laughs> hey, do you reckon the knife was made by the guy who does slice the lowest knife? <laughs> it was a kill him a knife for sure. <laughs> It was not. I wish it was. Here's what that would we do. be awesome. Here's what we do, Mr. Andy. Here's what we do. Okay. All right. Well, right. Well, we, we already. We figured this out already. Is, yes, I, I think I know where you're going. Is we do a never open podcast episode called Noah, and yes. people will click on it thinking that we're going to cover like yes! the Noah show. But instead, yes, we just talk about this movie for about an hour. And just how fucking bizarre it is. So if Bait and <laughs> switch. Bait and switch. That would be just like the... Don't uh, write Pro Wrestling and, Noah. Just write <laughs> no, Noah. No, no, Noah. In all caps. You know, and, <laughs> and like fucking all caps. And that's just like our end of the year, you know, five star. Like, oh, there we go. Oh, right. oh, my God. I hope you guys, the listener, I hope you enjoy that shit because we have a blast coming up with these stupid <laughs> ideas to make fun of every other podcast that we don't even listen to. So. Yeah. Man, they could all be amazing. Oh. Like, some of them follow us and you follow, <laughs> follow them back, and they seem like really <laughs> nice people. And I'm like, I'll follow you. I'll interact with you on the tweet. Awesome. Good stuff. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I do enough New this- Japan stuff. This is how I communicate. Right? I make fun of. That's how I communicate. So. Yeah. That's my love language, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I wish that was. And he's not making fun of that person. Hmm. I really hate that. <laughs> accurate. Accurate. Oh boy. <clears throat> oh my goodness. <laughs> that was some fantastic podcasting, my friend. That definitely was. And it's Jay White's world and. We're happy to live in it. So, you know, I think I'm almost there again to to use Gator at the end, but not quite, you know. I need the fans back, man. When are the fans coming back? Soon. You mean yelling? Going, yeah, Gator? yeah. Yeah. Jay White! Blacksmith dicks! 
Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the crowd can cheer. Yo comes out. And then Yo turns around and he's like, did, some, did, did someone say, Yo? And no one did. Uh, <laughs> no, they were saying show. That's what they were saying. Yeah. Did you say you? No, I was saying show. Show yeah. earns. <laughs> but yes. In the catalyst, Switchblade, Jay White, we trust. Explain the rock monsters. 